Hey guys, welcome to the Save Continue podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. I'm Shanae Howard, and with me as always is Tommy Shelby. Hello. And Ryanson Jackson. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. That is that is my name. My name is Ryanson Jackson. Yeah. So. Hey, like what, have you, what have you all been playing this week? Uh, Ryan, you want to go? Or you want me to go? You go. All right. So, I've been continue. I've been uh, hooked on these fucking first person shooters. These old first person shooters. So, Proteus, I'm pretty much done until they release more content. Beat the campaign on normal. Beat it on hard. I can't do it on the hardest one. It's too fucking hard. Yeah. Uh, played tons of custom campaigns and custom levels. Great game. Played through a throwback shooter called Project Warlock. That was really fun. And it's well, I played on PC, but it's on pretty much everything. But uh, you know, the interesting thing about that that I texted you guys about that really had me thinking was that like it's the first time. And I don't know how long that I had like a real game over. Like you have to start back over from the beginning sort of game over, you know? Yeah. And uh, I thought that was really cool. And I beat that bitch. Mm. And Can a game over fun. me? In my own home? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm about halfway through Ion Fury. That's a fun one so. too. Yeah. Uh, I only played like a couple, the first couple levels of that, but. I was like, this feels a lot like Duke Nukem 3D, and I love it. So, uh, what about you, Ryan? Um, so I finished Persona 5 Royal, and um, you didn't just finish it. Okay, all right. You, you got the that fucking bitch. platinum. Yeah, I did. I did get the. You know what? Like, <laughs> man. That is that is a fantastic video game. I'll say that. That is a fantastic video game. I loved it so Hot much. Egg. Yeah. Look, I'm gonna go, look, <laughs> look, I'm gonna say something controversial here. Okay. And a lot of people might not agree with me, might get a lot of hate for this. But Persona 5 Royal is a fantastic fucking video game. <laughs> okay. Uh Dang. Yeah, I love that I love that game so much. I was, was deep. Your wife sitting right next there, <laughs> and in front of my fucking fruit salad. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just I love everything about that game. Uh, I was, I cried at the end, and then I cried while watching the credits. <laughs> uh, and I'm. Br- <laughs> Are you glad you romanced the person you romanced? Well, uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but like I, then I I was doing some reading about it after uh, about the game after after the fact, and apparently the person I romanced was not was apparently not the canon romance for Royal. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh. So I you know what that you know what that means. I got to do it again, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> <Shanae> life. <laughs> Love it. Uh, uh, but I like mean, I guess I'll have to look that up. Yeah. I I'm having a hard time finding something to play now because, like, I just that game 
were playing Bulletstorm. I mean, kind of. I, I I stopped playing Bulletstorm to go take a nap, actually. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that yeah. But I also I did play some Bulletstorm a little bit. Uh, this this would be the fourth time I've started that game. Um, do, they, do you think this time is going to be the, ch- the the charm? So I think one of the things that we that uh, Tom and I have gone back and forth uh, on about this game is the whole uh, skill skill kill creative kill thing and um it always bugged me because like so like the most points you will get for a skill kill is the first time you do it right the first time you do you'll get like 500 points then after that it's only half that every time you do it anytime you do it i like all of those mechanics like i think it's super fun to do that in the game but when you tie it to a scoring system, yeah, it does not make you feel creative at all. Like I think, know? I think the better way to do it, if they were going to put a scoring system in there, is because uh, they don't. There's not like a. You would think that there'd be some kind of like combo system in place, right? But there ain't like ultra kill or something. Yeah, like, like you think there would be some kind of combo in there, like like because like each each thing is like a separate like I'm gonna I'm gonna say move. But like there's there's different things that you can like kind of link together to like like in in one kind of motion, and it would have been cool to like have like a sort of combo like in in like a multiplier or some or something like that. They should have had like a super meter. Yeah, and uh, I opted this time to <coughs> not play as Duke Nukem because uh, <laughs> you don't say. because like i've heard the the last time i started this game i was like let me let me try this as duke nukem and i was like i don't like that (laughs) so um and uh Uh, john st john oddly enough in uh ion maiden ion fury what is he what is he doing he's the main bad guy i thought his voice i thought that voice sounded familiar yeah um then uh then a little bit of um a little bit of monster hunter and then playing a lot of uh, Borderlands Three with my wife. That's been a really good time. So, um, and that's about it. The last night on Borderlands Three, we did like a little murder mystery. There's like a little murder mystery side quest, and that was kind. Of, that was kind of neat. like it's it's a murder mystery that is like also like <laughs> the subject of another character's podcast. And so as you're going through the murder mystery, like she's interjecting with like. With a lot of conjecture to make her podcast more compelling, but uh, it's a uh, it was a fun little side activity. But yeah, that's... was it funny? Yeah, it actually it actually should was we, funny. Should we do that? <laughs> it actually it actually was funny. Like like this. So one of the criticisms I'd had about Borderlands before, as far as the writing is concerned, is that it's the a lot of the humor revolves around like dated references. And like the, from internet humor and like the internet moves like a million miles a minute. Right. So it's hard to build a video game around a, a meme reference. Yeah. Uh, and I think Borderlands three has a good amount less than that. There's still, there's still, you know, a fair amount of it, but it's not as, uh, Island Maiden hundreds of references, man. Yeah. Like, but like, give me stuff one that's that, I mean, stuff that ages well. Yeah. Right. Like, Coffee shops called Damn Good Coffee, which is a reference to Twin Peaks. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Does she ever at any point when she kills a guy say, who are you going to call? Uh, no, but there was a Ghostbusters reference. Cool. Yeah. This man has no dick. 
Yeah. Right on. I like it. Ghostbusters is great. I love that movie. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, what else have you been playing? What else you got? Uh, that's basically it, man. Um. I played I played the I played a Tyco Drum Master game on my phone while I was pooping today. So there's they that. They got a phone one? Yeah, it's actually it, it's not bad. Did cool. it make your poop better? Did you do you think you pooped harder? <laughs> I feel like I pooped more rhythmically. But uh I don't know, they, it works it works surprisingly well. Uh you have your little the little Tyco drum yeah, it would. like right in the center. Yeah. And yeah. then uh and then uh when you want to hit the when you want to hit the side of the drum, you just tap away from the drum anywhere that's not the drum you tap that and it and it works so it's pretty neat not a bad game uh so as far as me this week uh i have not picked up persona again i've been uh i've been i've been a busy lady again and but um i did start since i still have apple arcade uh i did go through the my apple tv apple arcade games which i haven't done in a really long time probably since the launch and i probably i think i only played really like cyanar wild hearts like on it so uh i went through there and man i did not expect to get sucked into this new oregon trail i was just like ah oh, this is gonna be nostalgic sure. it's so good i know I it's like on, i know it's been on other <laughs> consoles but like i mean no it's not the best game i've ever played but um they they kept some of the things that i absolutely loved and like remembered like the way the hunting works and uh of course people dying of dysentery and being able to change like the tombstone but uh i don't know i like there's like more things to like pay attention to you get more stats uh i really like that like similar to like the original Oregon Trail and a lot of games of there like the tutorial doesn't tell you everything like you still do have to figure out a lot of things on there as far as like management and how things go <sighs> that or I'm just terrible at reading which is also a possibility sure by the way uh but like yeah I plan on just like playing a little bit for the nostalgia of it and then I was gonna play Persona and then like you just two got hours... sucked in got sucked yeah, two up hours went by and I was like oh that's hilarious. <laughs> that woman got in there, got sucked up. Well, they also do like weekly challenges too, so it has like a little pre-made smaller. <laughs> Oregon campaigns. Trail has weeklies. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. Oregon Trail has weeklies, uh, and yeah, and they they're pretty fun. It's I. What's an I example of a to... weekly challenge on Oregon Trail? So in this past one, you had to get through like a really deserted area. Uh, deserted area not deserted but you had um, to get through a but, desert yeah like an yeah. area that is a desert yeah desert a deserted area yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um, like tom's had a deserted area so <laughs> there's like uh like you know the, there's like different paths you take and like the different routes with it um and so you but you have to keep your water supply up and you're also trying to like take all this ammunition to another area and I just kept dying because it kept like it kept using up all their water mm. and the ammunition would get hot mm. and it would blow up and someone would get like a random gunshot wound mm. and I don't got any medicine. I don't mm. think it works that way. <laughs> Tom. Well as a as an experienced frontiersman myself, I can tell you that if you're in the desert 
and that sun is beating down on your bullets, mm-hmm. you're I'll gonna go off. you're gonna catch one in the keister, my friend. I bet uh, I bet Bear Grylls could get through that no problem. Probably well, he, he would just he would just drink his own piss continuously. So yeah, my characters <laughs> don't have that option. Uh... <laughs> Bear grills on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> sure. Uh, also, like I don't know if they did this with the earlier rendition of Game Loft's uh, Oregon Trail, but they also have like a little disclaimer talking about the like really terrible portrayals of indigenous tribes in the first one. And now there's like playable characters who are, and they they have like a lot more fleshed out stories with like uh, when you come across certain characters. So yeah. Um, that's nice. Um, but also, I know... Crazy to think that Turok was more respectful than Oregon Trail. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Sure. You know, the the thing you're given to children... uh, Things you give to children. Um, so also today, I know, I read before uh, we recorded that, uh, the... PS Vita and the PS3 store are staying open. It's just they're just gonna retire PSP still in uh, July. Yeah, Ryan and... messaged me about that. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, cause easy money, baby. Yeah, yeah, that bubble hey, burst real quick, man. People voted with their dollar, and they said they wanted these things. They voted with their red. They don't. Is what they did. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure they saw sa- a sales increase, yeah. right? Because there are people that are buying stuff just to have it before the stores close. Sure, but like, if this... it's like it's like Microsoft backwards compatibility. People want it, but they don't use it. You if, know? if the sales were there to justify it being kept open, it wouldn't, wouldn't have been closed yeah. in the first place, right? Yeah. Um. So. So let me borrow your PS Vita. I already told you you could. <laughs> yeah, you got to come oh. get it though. Come okay. and take it. Yeah, come kiss me for it. <laughs> uh, this week, we guys, uh, y'all want to talk guys. about we guys, we guys, <laughs> folks. Uh, wanted to talk about video game creators or developers, and what questions would we ask them? We originally wanted to do this for favorites only, but apparently Tommy wants to yell at some people. So Well, no, I don't <laughs> want to yell at people. I just think, like, it's very limiting, right? Like, it there is. are questions that I would want to ask some of my favorite directors or whatever, but there's questions I would much rather ask people that I don't really give a shit about, you know? There's just shit that's more interesting to me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. So yeah. Let's, let's, let's go with what... Let's... Let's have you go first on the one that you wanted to, you thought was more interesting. Well, I think like the number one thing, like the number one games industry person I would want to talk to, or people, because I would assume it's multiple people, yeah. is whoever was heading up Acclaim's marketing in the early 2000s. Because Acclaim had some crazy marketing, and I just think it's very interesting uh so like for instance uh the turok reboot right like they paid people as well as gave out xboxes to people who either named their child turok or legally changed their name to turok didn't you know? do something similar for uh skyrim 
I don't know, but it gets crazier, you know? I think so. I think you had to name your child something. The day that Burnout 2 was released, they were, like, telling people that on this day, if you get a speeding ticket, we'll pay for it for you. Basically encouraging people to speed. Yeah, that's the thing. You drive dangerously. Uh, shit like that. Like, they did some crazy shit. Shadow Man 2. Shadow Man 2, they attempted to, but were turned down. But they tried to advertise on people's tombstones. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Like, like to me, that is a much more interesting conversation than, you know, going down on somebody whose work I love. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's more interesting to me to hear the thought process process behind things like that sure oh yeah no yours is the one the things that you brought to the table are way crazier than mine mine are very dinky it's not like i'm mad at them like that happened forever i, just, I mean that's no, just that's just sure, fascinating sure mad, right like you probably shouldn't encourage people to speed yeah that's dangerous you know your child to rock um... yeah but like it's and none of those marketing employees worked no right like none of those games sold incredibly well except for maybe burnout yeah, but maybe. I don't know. It's just a very interesting thing. I wonder uh, if the speeding tickets they paid off. I have no idea. I mean, I know public officials came out and like were pissed about it. Sure. That. Like why? Yeah. Why wouldn't they be? Yeah. <laughs> like you get uh, people get killed behind something like that, and like, what? Like, like what is the plan? Right? Like if, if like the speeding tickets are like are so. Or so much that they like eclipse the, the sales that they make for the game. It's like, yeah, where the... you killed someone, yeah, you know. And then there's yeah. a, there's a thing that is like, well, and like they were just like, look, there was, I'm look, your honor, I I understand what I did was wrong, but I gotta tell you, yeah. I was trying to get a video game, yeah, and, and the whole Shadow I Man mean, thing, it, they like, could have dropped dead at any moment, yeah. Like, so like, what was this car accident? It could have been anything. Well, it's funny with all of the things they have PR statements. For like each of those incidences where they're like, well, this is where our minds were with the whole thing and blah, blah, blah. Like with the Shadow Man thing, they're like, well, you know, for people struggling to pay for their loved one's funerals, like this could really help them out. And, you know, like stuff like that. So like it's so fucking funny. Like I just imagining if if my, if my relative passed away and I was like, man, I can't I can't afford this. I don't know what I'm going to do. And then here comes the claim. They're like, hey, we can help you out. Yeah. We just need to use their, your loved one's tombstone. Yeah. We as just sh- want to put Shadow Man on there. <laughs> we, just, we just want a, we want to have, you know, the likeness of a one Michael Leroy. Well, on, thing, right? <laughs> Let's say everybody was cool with that. Sure. Right? No so you're going to the cemetery. Special. You're going to the cemetery to visit your loved one. Twenty years and later. You look over <laughs> and you see. No, no, because it was a temporary thing. It was like sure. a mini billboard. Oh, I see. I see. You look over and you see a Shadow Man advertisement on a grave. Yeah. While you're there visiting your dead loved one. Yeah. You're probably not thinking, oh, I'll pick up Shadow Man 2. <laughs> you know? I mean, you're going to be in the right mindset for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, Shadow Man is all about dead stuff. But, right? like, so uh, Matt McMuscles did a video on this topic, I don't know, maybe last year. Uh and in in his video, he basically said that. So for those don't that, those that don't know, uh, Acclaim had IP rights 
for a lot of early midway games not early but like mortal Kombat and uh, nba jam and games around that time right right and with the controversy behind mortal Kombat, he he theorizes that acclaim basically thought well if we can make something controversial it will sell sure you know yeah and, but, and I think that uh, I, I think that a lot of like late '90s and early 2000s like marketing ideas were around like being edgy and like yeah. and like yeah. an X in the name, yeah, sure, BMX sports. <laughs> but yeah, I just think that that would be a really interesting conversation to be had. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like a, like a Kotaku story on that, you know, or <laughs> like yeah. And I also think that like because I, I I also really think that for a lot of people you know that the whole hindsight is 2020 thing and i think the conversation would be like would probably end it like you know honestly i don't know what we were doing i think we were yeah. just trying to sell this video game sure sure but it, i mean people it, that it, were you... that people that made those decisions though yeah you know, yeah they would know yeah uh, um it, it's like it's like the whole konami kojima thing like i would love to be there for those conversations you know right but yeah. Uh, and you know, like in our game, you can be in those conversations. <laughs> uh, what, what's going on between you two? What exactly went down? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's hash this out. Always <laughs> uh, spill the tea to me. Yeah. Air your grievances. Um, the rest of us for the rest of us. <laughs> and you and know, to me, like I would love to talk to Fumito Ueda or Team Silent or Yoko Taro. I would love that, but the, you know, knowing this weird shit is far more interesting. I think. Yeah. Like, so on mine, I just like for the things that I wrote down or kind of had like pre-prepared. I just was sitting around thinking about like just random stuff. So like I have stuff for uh, like Bungie about Halo Combat Evolved. Yeah. And just because like been playing that game and also like playing with somebody who's a big Halo super fan, so they've been telling me some of the history and stuff. Are you playing on Steam? Uh, I mean, I'm playing through the the Xbox store. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. So essentially, the same. Yes, but the client. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's just so knowing what you do now. Do you wish? Do you wish you were able to put run sprinting in the first game? Because that kills me. Uh, while playing through it. Now it's just a small complaint. Though, uh, I do wonder, and they're don't again, they're the only ones who would know, but. I don't think it's interesting what you brought up, but um, do you think the recall of Myth Two did not happen? Would you have gone to Microsoft for acquisition? And if and if not, how do you think that would have changed what Halo is today? I'm sorry, the recall of what? Myth Two. Myth Two. I don't. I'm not familiar. I don't know what that is. So it's a game that they were had out before, and they were using a lot of those sales to fund uh, Halo originally. And this is when um, and not so, Marathon. No. Not Marathon? Okay. No, uh, Myth... Well, I mean, Myth 2 is a bungee game from 98. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Never heard of it. Before the, so, uh, apparently there was a glitch in it. Um, and they had a recall, like, over $200,000. Wow. Or I think it might have been more than that. And it's 98 of, like, worth of games. And so, with that... And they were already, like, struggling a bit on money. Because originally, Halo was going to be an RTS. But then they were going to make a third person. And mm. then... When they made the and then when they had the acquisition with uh, Microsoft, 
and to be on the console, which was newer, um, they then decided to make it a first-person shooter to fit better with the gamepad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I uh, think of the third-person Halo is pretty interesting. Um, <clears throat> what's uh, I did look, I I did a quick look up of Myth Two because I'd never I'd never heard of it before now, and I, now I could see like going from that why they would do why it would be a, like a, a real-time strategy game because that's what Myth Two was. Um, but like, interestingly enough, like I think like I never played Halo Wars, but apparently that's that's a really good strategy, and I don't even think I don't, I'm pretty sure I, don't, I I know that Bungie didn't develop that, but um, they did not. But I uh, do also wonder how they feel about that. <laughs> now that they were they were I mean, they chose to make it a third person shooter because they realized what they wanted to do with the game to yeah. fit an RTS. Yeah. So it was their own choice. Um. Uh, but like, ones I have. I don't know. I Sorry. just well, like, because like it's one of those things, right? Where like um. Like a lot of first-person shooters, I think are well. A lot of a lot of first-person shooters that I play, like the like the person you play as isn't like isn't really much of a character um, outside of like you know like a line or two every few hours. Um, and I wonder if if like seeing Master Chief in third person would have like I get I don't want to say personified because that's the wrong word, but like kind of. Um, humanized him more a little bit him more relatable or like i mean if you could see that ass more than whenever you were sure. blown up like maybe you would like it more i don't know yeah well i don't know because like uh like i and i think like as the games went on they like he 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 like he talked more and like he became more of a character as 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 time went on but then i think about like i think about what you said about sprinting and the interesting thing about that for me was um i think the first time i was able to sprint in a halo game was either it was either three or reach i can't remember which one but it wasn't even like a sprint really like it was a it was a uh a, an ability that you can equip on your character yeah, it, was a shield. it was like a shield yeah like either got armor or you could do like a small sprint yeah yeah yeah, so like and you couldn't. Was, and I'm pretty sure that was three. Yeah, you couldn't. That's pretty cool. You couldn't always sprint, but like if you had the right dealy, then you could sprint sometimes. So. Um, oh man, yeah, Ryan! I just annoying. got the double jump in Ion Maiden. Super cool. Yeah. I didn't expect it to be like an item pickup, but. <laughs> yeah that that game is that game is throwback in the best ways I think. But. Um. um but also to go to Persona, I have for P Studio. Um, specifically for Katsura <clears throat> Hashino, because uh, he's been with the Persona series for a really long time. He's the one who wrote and de developed uh, Persona 5. He was also working on Catherine, and it was his last Persona game, because he's now with a different studio. But I want to know, who would he romance in his own game? Um, kind of creepy. Uh, yeah, I feel like that would be a very uncomfortable conversation. Yeah, which child do you like the most? Yeah, which one is sexiest oh, to you? <laughs> I'm just playing. He also wrote the children. Yeah. Uh, and then... Um, which Satoshi... child? Satoshi Tajiri. I'm sorry for all these butchering of these names. Uh, he's the guy who wrote and developed uh, Pokemon for Game Freak. And I want to know if it wasn't going to be Game Freak that would make Pokemon games, who would he want to make? Since it's his baby. Oh, Rockstar Games. 
Rock, hey, what if he chose that? I mean, Rock, Rockstar presents Pokemon. Uh, this pi- this Pikachu fucks. <laughs> so all imagine <laughs> poor Jigglypuffs. Yeah, that's Jiggly, all right. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't like that. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, it's, I think it's an interesting conversation to have, right? Yeah, it's, it's interesting in that, like, I can't say as far as like Japan goes, but certainly in the states, it's one of the few games where the spinoff, uh, like, outgrew the IP that it came from. Persona is now probably more popular than SMT is, at least in the States. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But even then, what's the last SMT mainline game? Uh, I think, wasn't it Persona 3? No. No, mainline, no, no. no. No, not uh, Shimigami Tensei a game. Like a oh, yeah. there was a... Uh, there, I mean, there's all sorts of them that have been coming out and ports and stuff like Digital Devil Saga and Summoner and like, uh, yeah. you know, there there was a lot a lot of them coming out relatively recently. Whether they were new or not, I couldn't really tell you. I don't know enough about that series. But, I mean, there's a new one supposedly in the works for the Switch, you know? Yeah. Um... I remember there was one for the DS. Uh, like Nocturne was DS, and I thought yeah. Digital Devil was DS. At least at some point, I don't know yeah. if they originally were. No, I have the I have the no, they were not. Yeah. I have the PS2 version of Nocturne. Um, yeah, but um, uh, that game is spooky. A little too, <laughs> it's a little too spooky for me. Um, yeah, and I think I don't know. I just I. The one thing I could really think of that I always want to ask is what well, just questions about like their original intention with the game and then also like what would they would be do differently just yeah. because they're all the only people that can speak upon it. Yeah. Like and obviously in their perspective. I mean like I know it exists cuz uh it exists. But yeah, I don't really know like a lot of the weird stuff. Like that, on the tombstones. <laughs> there's actually uh, look it up. There, there's actually. I, mean, I know I'm not down with you, but it makes. But that it makes never actually sad. happened. They tried to get that going, but it, it that that never happened. Yeah. Only one person did it. <laughs> uh, there's actually an episode of uh, of Nathan for you where he um he tries to get advertisement on a on a tombstone. Um, at a, I think it was a pet cemetery, and he raised a, <laughs> he raised a bug, and then like, cause he was like, well, you need a pet to to have a tombstone here, so he raised a bug, and when and then like when the bug died, he was like, okay, I'm gonna bury my pet bug here, and he's like advertising a vet clinic, I think, <laughs> on, <laughs> on the tombstone. <laughs> pretty good. That is pretty good. Um. I can't remember. So I can't remember which Saints Row this was for. I'm pretty sure it was for Saints Row the Third, but they had that promotion, or not a promotion, but like there's that special, that super collector's edition that came with a car. Um, I can't remember what kind of car it was, but it was a, it was a, it was a very, it was a, 
It was a one of those very expensive supercars. So like this. It was three or four. I want to. I'm waiting. I mean, Deep Silver did some weird shit. Yeah, and like it, like it came with like some like two hundred thousand dollar car or some shit. We have an old episode where we talked about some of that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. But like, and like you know, free home and like you know stuff like that. But like, I don't think anything's quite as weird as like just this marketing thing with a claim, you know. Um, I mean, yeah, but like. At the same time, I would be curious. I'm curious as to like, okay, so where did the idea come from to acquire a car to uh, <laughs> to sell with this game? And what were you going to do with the car if no one bought that version of the game? Uh, I mean, somebody was going to buy it. Yeah, someone like, was going to buy it. Uh, some like, whether it's an employee or rich asshole. They still employee. make they still make Call of Duty JKs, you know, like. Yeah. So, um, uh, but I don't know, like, but at the same time, like, it, I mean, it worked, you know, people, you know, it was, it it worked in the way that like, Hey, now, you know, I'm talking about this game. Did you hear about that game where there yeah. you get the, there's one of them, you can buy a car with it. You want to buy a car, you know? So like, like taking out a, taking out a loan to buy a video game and a car, like, it's crazy to me, but <laughs> you're buying the game, the video game, the car is a bonus. Okay, so I'm gonna go game. to the I'm gonna go to the bank. <laughs> and I was like, I need a loan. I'm going to GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> I need a loan for two hundred thousand uh, dollars. Well, what's the loan for? There's a video game. There's like there's a video game coming out next week, <laughs> and I gotta go pick it up. Um, I don't know, but um, yeah, I I I kind of I see where you're coming from, Tom. Like I, because I was when I when I. When I pitched this, I was very much in a, uh, I guess a, um, a mood of uh, appreciation. Sure. Uh, because I was like, I was think, I was kind of, I was having, a, I was having a few conversations with different friends about video games and video games, how how much they meant to me, and like, and the whole the whole conversation was, I really just want to talk to this person in person and tell them like what it meant to me. Right. Sure. And I think that's an interesting conversation to be had as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no sorry. I think you're done. I'm done. Go I'm done. Uh, so I mean, so you said marketing team. So now like it's the, the doors are open. I want to know <laughs> who the stylist is for E3. Because each company Here has to have a stylist or something about them. Why don't you put them in outfits that fit? Why? Why do they This is this drum beating <laughs> this drum for like four years. Shade, sometimes clothes look clothes fit differently on different bodies, right? Remember that time she was criticizing how we dressed? Yeah, yeah, and um, feedbacking. Yeah. <laughs> look, I'm not the most stylish guy, right? And these days. I don't really have much of a reason to be. I don't really leave my house anymore. So, I mean, what do you want me to do? Right? And also, if you're making as much money, if you're making as much money as the people on stage at E3, I mean, you kind of just dress however you want, man. You want to wear a blazer with a t-shirt underneath it with jeans and dress shoes on the bottom? Go for it, bro. Because people are just going to, all people want to hear about is it's coming out right now. 
It glows in the fucking dark. Oh, that that fucking guy. Yeah, that's a guy that I'd like to talk to. I, mean, <laughs> I that's that's a guy I got. I have some questions for. It was like, hey man, like you made look, you made Morrowind almost twenty years ago, and that's a fan. That's a it's a great game. You did a lot of really revolutionary things with that game. But um, I gotta know what's next. What's your next big idea? Because I haven't heard a whole lot of good, big, big ideas. I mean, you had the, you had the map. I appreciate the map that you that you came out with a couple years ago. But I need to know what's going, what's go, what's going on with you. Um, yeah, no. As far as like how people are dressing at E3 or press conferences in general, like I don't know. I would imagine, Sinead, that a lot of those studios don't have people that are helping them with that stuff. Yeah. That's, you know? I just, I can't, like, yes, I... I'm sure, like, Peter Moore shows up, sure, somebody probably helped him out, you know? Yeah. That's but, like, like... It's the presenters. Are yeah. regular-ass people... Fine? No, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I think even a lot of the presenters do not. Yeah. Uh, but... Like, even Phil Spencer, you don't think anybody, like... No, I'm sure Phil Spencer him. does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no excuse thing. Yeah. Um, Don't lose the fucking toddler. I mean, look, that guy's making bank dressing just the way dressing the way he does, so he's doing something right, I guess. Um, yeah. but, but imagine how much more money he could have if he dressed for success. I mean, that guy's pretty success. <laughs> that guy's pretty successful. <laughs> uh, uh, people uh, pe- people seem to like that guy a whole lot. I mean, I've got, you know, I've maybe feel differently. But, I mean, I, I, I was just going to say that the way I feel about Phil Spencer has little to do with how he dresses. Sure. Well, you don't have a discerning eye like some others. (laughs) Yeah, I guess not. (laughs) Uh, I was also thinking like a conversation and they do so happen to be like three creators who I like their works quite a bit. Yeah. uh, With Goichi Suda. Uh, Shinji Mikami and Hideki Kamiya yeah. I think would be very interesting because they were all part of uh, the Capcom team that was uh, leading the Capcom 5. Yeah. You know, and they all split away from Capcom after that. Yeah. Uh, some of them to great success, right? Like the Capcom 5 basically made Suda 5 1, you know? Uh, he wasn't extremely well known before Killer Seven. Yeah, right? but then it didn't really help Mikami very much. Except, I mean, with Resident Evil Four, sure, but like with PNO Three, no, yeah. not at all. And with his relationship with PlayStation, no, not at all. Yeah. Uh, and then like with Kamiya, like the closure of Clover Studios, but then that leads him to Platinum Games. You know. Yeah. Uh, I think like specifically talking to the three of them and how Capcom 5 affected each of them I think is a very interesting story sure yeah sure, but like I I look at uh, I look at a lot of Goichi Suda's work and a lot of the time I just like I want to be in the room while you're thinking up this this shit that you're that you're doing because probably a lot of drugs. it's like it's gotta be right because like all his stuff is all wacky and like is is like it's sometimes absurd but like it's always like it's it, to be straight edge never touch a drug 
Is he probably is. Never? He always looks like a completely normal, sober, clean guy. You know? Yeah, but, but uh, there's something. He comes up with some crazy shit. There's something. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Hold on. So Ryan's mic seems to be dead. Oh, there he is. Nope. I don't know. Nope. I'm back. There he is. I'm back. But yeah, I I think that would be a cool conversation to have, like specifically with the three of them together in a room. I don't even remember who the other two fools were, right? Because they had the whole thing where they had the five guys on stage trying to look like they're fucking rock stars and shit. Uh, at a time at a time when very few people knew the names of the people developing games. Yeah. You know? Uh, I mean, that's still the case for a lot of people now. But... Sure, sure. Yeah. But, uh, it'd be I, interesting. I also would love to talk to somebody, or talk to somebody from, uh, somebody from Enix and Square, somebody from SquareSoft at, that was there when the merger happened. And I, like, I, I know it's fucking nerdy, but, like, I really would be interested in how that like how things got distributed like how different departments interacted and like just kind of the expansion to like to move on to everything and how some of those conversations happened yeah i think the boring workplace shifts uh would actually be super interesting i would love to see like i obviously you can see the influences from each company and some of their teams if you look at their previous games but it would be very interesting to see like who actually helped like in certain areas and i don't know i just think there's definitely a lot of situations that you probably surprised well it's an interesting thing right because like i correct me if i'm wrong ryan i think nx was actually doing better than square at the time yeah and square yeah. was the one that was acquired yeah uh which is so interesting because like it's the square games that make the money now like it's the yeah. ip that started with square that make the money now yeah i mean yeah dragon quest still does well you know but yeah like, yeah yeah, but like how like not in the US as much. I don't feel like I often hear about people talking about Star Ocean, you know. Right. Um, Old Corey. Oh yeah, well about it, right? But like I th- <laughs> I think that like you put people in a room and then you're like, you know, I like and we're we're talking like brand recognition, like I think more people are gonna recognize Final Fantasy than Star Ocean. Right. right. Um but at the same time, I think that's also why um, I think that I do also think that's why the name is set up the way that it is, um, which is because I think that's I think I like I I think that Square is probably the just the more recognizable name, just like sure. regard regardless of like how the financials actually worked out, and also Square Enix sounds better than Enix Square, so yeah. Actually, now that I'm saying it out loud, maybe Enix Square is a cooler name. I don't know. Never mind. Strike that second point from the record, but the. It should have been Enix Soft. <laughs> yeah. Enix squared. Yeah. With the with yeah. the little two there. Yeah. Yeah. That could work. Well, actually, that might also actually work because it was square soft, so it was two, two S's. Yeah, two scoops. Yeah, two scoops of eyeballs. <laughs> That's what happens when you play too many video games is you get two scoops of eyeballs. Um, That's when your eyes are hurting real bad. Two booty scoops. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Other than that, like, just, like, people that I consider to be extremely creative, right? Like, yeah. Like, all those creators I was naming that have made the games that I talk about too much. Uh, because, to me, that's just, like, talking to a movie director or an author. Like, yeah. some of the stuff that those people have come up with is pretty fucking insane, you know? Yeah. 
it's always and it's always interesting to hear more like behind the, like the scenes and stuff like that. Uh, like sometimes it definitely has like ruined some of the magic of something. But there's a lot of other people. Uh, but most of the time, though, when I see like when I find out more of like what into it, I'm just like, wow, this is even more impressive than I thought. Yeah. That's why I'm like I've got I don't know now maybe like a dozen or so of the boss fight books, and it's because of that. It's because I want to know what happened with all that shit, you know? Yeah. But and it's a lot easier to like I think like digest it in like one place and like scouring the internet for like different pieces of information. Yeah. Um. Like one of the like I often you know I often also think about like the decisions around uh back when Sega was a manufacturer that kind of like that kind of like colored like what what happened to their hardware like post the uh like from like from this like specifically with the Saturn and the Dreamcast and like like what like like what was the what was the rationale behind like how the how the Sega Saturn launched and like like what like they had some balls man that's like just like hey they let your dreamcast die <laughs> hey check this out we have a new we have a new system called the sega saturn you know what it's out right now go get it that's fucking awesome <laughs> that's so cool like i know it's dumb but fuck that's cool yeah well because like you gotta love a shadow drop because like here's the thing is a that console like console shadow drop though because you know? like when when you hear about but, like, whenever people say and it's out right now they're talking about like some digital game, game like a game or a dlc or yeah something. like that you can yeah. so it's like something that like but, like uh, a low cost thing that you can just go get right but like we're yeah. talking about like a whole ass console there's that, yeah. that, that that like there's like we're gonna Hopefully, okay, for instance, that's that's in the nineties. Yeah, right. It, yeah, it was so, Sony's twenty sixteen so or seventeen conference where they were like, "Look at this little game called Entwined." Yeah, and it's out right now. Right, this tiny piece of shit game <laughs> that that the at, the 90s, while the games industry stuff. was much more healthy and vibrant. Yeah. From the company who is arguably leading the industry at the time, versus a dying company with a game console. <laughs> well, like, and the, the, just... the funny thing about that is, like, if, if a shadow drop happened now, yeah. then like you, you get the word out because the internet, right? The internet, the internet being exactly. what it is now. Like, yes, we had the internet. Yes, we had the internet in 1995. I know that, but like at the same time, like people weren't like people weren't like getting all the information off the internet the way they are now. Yeah, and so like. <laughs> Imagine how long it took for word to get out about that new Sega console that just came out. That's so fucking <laughs> this, this is when you couldn't disable certain pop-ups. You would just have to turn it all off or leave the internet and go back. I don't know, man. You have to eject your AOL disc. Yeah, you know what? I'm not. I'm not using the internet today, so I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna use the internet today. I don't want to hear. I don't see any pop-ups. Uh, yeah, there's a lot no, of stuff saying, to like, talk to Sega about, though, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why? Why do? <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, like, and I think that I think that like, it's really like I feel that that's a really cool thing to have happened. It didn't really pay off for them, but like, I think no. I still think no. I, I still think it's like a cool thing to have happened because, like, imagine like you're sitting there wondering, like, man, I've been playing this 32x for a while. I wonder what. I didn't, didn't really like it, even the day I got it. <laughs> right. 
like you gotta when you when you got the thirty two X, you gotta you gotta put the connectors in there, and then you gotta you gotta make sure that everything's hooked up properly. And but then Sega's like, look, I know that you look. We had we had that thirty two bit system, right? Well, now we got another thirty two bit system that's gonna blow that one out of the water. Okay, it's called and the Sega. It yeah, it absolutely did. Like the Sega Saturn is but, but worlds better than the thirty two X. Well, they to- I mean, they told a whole room full of people about it. And then those they had pe- a lot of, had <laughs> a lot of uh, print ads for it. Yeah, you know, um, but but like I don't know. It was it's a it was really crazy because I think that also you know when. You are a company who was just like, look, we're not, we're not moving units like we like we did before. Like maybe we got to do something risky. Maybe we got to take, we, we got to, you know, we got to, we got to, we got to pull off some kind of gambit to like to get this going. And oh, so, I've, I, they should have just contacted me. Granted, I was a baby, so I probably wouldn't have had this idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, you were too busy struggling with a YooHoo bottle on your mouth to, to really be what you said. Uh, or, <laughs> Well, like that's the thing too, right? It's like you put a do not disturb sign, like the do not disturb sign is instead an ad. It's like, huh, Sega Saturn's coming out right on. Well, I'm just going to walk into this room. (laughs) Uh, As far as like, so we were talking about this, about this topic and I had messaged you guys that, you know, could it be, did it have to be our favorite creators? Yeah. And like Sinead's immediate response was like, oh, you're going to yell at somebody or whatever, right? Uh, So I do have one. That yes. if I could, if I could uh, sort of berate somebody and just ask them why, yeah, it <laughs> why would pro- it would be Randy Pitchford. I'd like to have a few, oh, man. few words with him. Well, like, see, that's so crazy. Question He's form. so fucking. That's so fucking weird to me, right? Because like, I was just talking to some, to somebody the other day. I'm just like, this guy is an embarrassment to the company, and like. The board has not gotten rid of him yet for some reason. It gets worse and worse. <laughs> like he just yeah. keeps getting worse. Yeah, some sort of blackmail. Yeah. But like I also like and I think about like how many times was there like some kind of meeting or a retreat or some kind of function where people who worked beneath him had to sit through some kind of magic trick and yeah. like and like humor him with that I think, shit. Here's what I think, right? Like I I really think he's in some sort of monkey's paw situation where he's oh like, yeah I, w- I want to be a great game developer yeah but but <laughs> but <laughs> but 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 like you also have to be incredibly inept yeah <laughs> you have to ruin the lives of many other people yeah. And- yeah. yeah. Incredibly uncomfortable to be around. Was it? Nobody should be happy that you're in the room. Am I remembering correctly? Was it him? Who was embezzled by his assistant? Was it him? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, I don't. Oh, Randy. <laughs> and like, and like the last time I saw Randy, uh, the last time I saw like a picture of Randy Pitchford, he was holding up, he was holding up a copy of a of a game that came out like sometime in the last year. I don't remember what game it was. But the only thing that I took, like, the reason I don't remember what game it was, is because the only thing I took away from that picture mm-hmm. is that in that picture he looked the way. Papa John did when he was like I ate thirty <laughs> when he was like I ate thirty pizzas in thirty days or some shit like that. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. And it's just um, and I think that like he has, I think that every anything that Gearbox has done has 
like in the like like more recently has been like in spite of him like despite him instead of because of him yeah um and i just feel like if i were like a shareholder of that company i'd be like we gotta get like you gotta get rid of this guy because he's it's such a weird company in general right like so many great moves and also so many terrible moves you know Mm -hmm. for for every opposing force there's a blue shift you know what i mean yeah like it's it's i don't know and so like and i'm also like wondering like like I don't, cause I don't like, cause we've talked about Gearbox before, and like they're not like I don't feel like they're very like they're very consistent as far as like the quality of their products. But that's the thing, though, right? Like they're not consistently bad either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know? That's yeah. a, so, like there's like it's kind of a mixed bag, right? Like I yeah. like there are things that Gearbox has done things that I like a lot, and Gearbox has also done things that I really, really, really Dude, don't like, yeah right. that I really, really don't like. Yeah. Right, so it just, and like the, it's to the point where like it evens out to where like I want I I almost said that they're that they're just they're a company that's kind of just like there, but at the same time I know that if Gearbox was like, hey, we're doing a new thing, then people would be talking about it. Um, but you know, I think like there's like a lot of like. Would they- well, like you know, I think after well, Battleborn, after Duke Nukem Forever, well, after Aliens, like well, see, like I'm not, I'm not saying that they would talk about it with like heated anticipation. Like I don't well, think they would th- talk. Yeah, they would talk about it. Like it would be a conversation for sure. But like I think there would be like a lot of like very cautious speculation yeah. about like what the nature of that product was because like there's been you know over the last decade there have been quite a few missteps. Um, yeah. But I think that probably one of the better things they could do. Is uh, you know, get rid of the inept magician that works there, but I don't know. I don't know. Like it's it's kind of the the claim thing though, right? Like it, it's almost better to have a figurehead who is well known, even sure. if he's a jackass. Yeah, you know. Uh, see, see Peter Molyneux. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, you know what? I I don't know. I don't know. I I I I don't. Like, my opinion of Peter Molyneux is, like, I think that, like... But any of them, though, right? See, yeah. see Molyneux, see Jaffe, see Blazinski, any yeah. of them, really, yeah. you know? I think, like, I also think Blazinski is, like, very much, like... I always felt like his overall, like, vibe is, like, of a very, like, set period in time. And it's oh, just... Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and so, like, it's kind of hard to, like... He was the fucking Todd McFarlane of video games. Yeah, like, it's like... Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, like, like, Cliff Blazinski is a very mid-2000s dude. And, mm-hmm. like, and I think that... I think that, honestly, you know, this shit kind of passed him by. And, like, you know, but... I don't know. I think... But I think you're right, Tom. I think that, like, the right... with Like, with the right figurehead, you know, like... You could at least like keep your company as part of the conversation for right. better or for worse, I guess. Right. <laughs> but because uh... here's the thing, like, I don't know, but I can't think of the last game that Peter Molyneux made. Uh, but if Peter Molyneux puts out a new game, a trailer for a new game, people are going to be talking about it. Yeah. Well, so. his um, it's a game of love. Because his because uh, he he started he went off and started this studio called Twenty Two Cans that the last two games I've seen. Were yeah. mobile games. Yeah, um, yeah. He hates these cans. <laughs> That's a great scene. Uh, <laughs> <I love them. laughs> he hates these cans. 
<laughs> that movie's so, that movie's so fucking funny. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, if there was one person that I could kind of now not be the nicest to, it'd probably be Randy. But I'm like, I'm also wondering, like, would I rather be Randy Pitch? Would I rather be Randy Pitchford or Cliff Blazinski? Uh, Cliff Blazinski at least did a tremendous amount to move the industry forward. Yeah, you know, sure. Who has more money though? I would imagine Cliff Blazinski, but I don't know for sure. I mean, right, I, I imagine, I want to be. but only probably because Cliff Blazinski probably avoided being embezzled by his by his assistant. But... Well, and also there's a little thing called <laughs> Unreal, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, oh yeah, that whole engine thing. <laughs> I don't know if he's still getting money off of that shit or not, but you yeah, know. I probably have to talk to Tim Sweeney about that. Um. Um, do y'all have any uh, closing thoughts? Um, no, no. I want to talk to Kojima. Tell what? him to make me something, something scary, something, something spooky. Like, make me a sandwich. Okay, <laughs> Tom. If 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 he was gonna make a scary game. Mm-hmm. What is something that he can put in that game to make it scary to you? What is what is what is an example of one thing that would be scary to you in a video game? I don't know, but I mean, I thought PT was scary. Okay, you know? so and like he was gonna work with fucking Junji Ito. Yeah, like uh, man, I would not cool. have been able to play that fucking game yeah. <laughs> if that because <came laughs> um, like I like because you. Like I know that you're quite the fan of Junji Ito, but like I cannot like his, his stuff is just like nightmare imagery to me, and I just can't yeah. like for the most part I cannot I cannot deal with it. And I, like if I were talking if we're talking about like a like a ten fifteen hour video game of that shit, I don't know, <laughs> I, I, I can't do it. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to tell him to make me something scary, yeah, or uh, or some more Metal Gear type of game, you know, yeah. I mean, there's there's nothing stopping him from making a Metal Gear type of game, except for maybe, yeah. his, except for maybe his lack of desire to make a Metal Gear type of game. Yeah, he but, hasn't wanted to <laughs> for fucking decades well, now, like you know? since four at least. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, uh, yeah. What about you, Ryan? Any closing thoughts? Um, no, no, not really. Um. Smells like yeah, dog food uh, in here. <laughs> well, you have two dogs and they eat food, so it makes yeah, sense. it's fucking gross. Um, but if you are a somebody who worked in a <laughs> marketing for video games in their in the '90s or early 2000s, let us know what some of the, why they thought some of these things. If you have any insight, uh, <laughs> you can also hit us up on our Discord. Let us know about which creators, developers you would have questions for and want answered. We also have an Instagrams. We're on the YouTubes. We're on most podcast apps like Podomatic, uh, Google. Play, I want to talk to Miyamoto iTunes. too. What are we talking about? Miyamoto, hit up your boy Tom. Yeah, uh, that'd be crazy, dude. Yeah. Mm, bye guys. Bye guys. Bye.